2: You're listening to Food for Thought with Billy and Jenny, brought to you by the Box Center. For more than 15 years, this dining duo has been eating their way through New England, mixing it up with top chefs, jumping behind the line of the hottest restaurants, and giving you the inside scoop on where to wine, dine, and spend your time. So get ready. It's Food for Thought, giving you something to chew on.
3: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Food for Thought. Billy Costa here on a Sunday night, a very special Sunday night. It's... Mother's Day today. So happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Uh, we have breaking news right at the top of the show. AJ. This is so cool. This is a project that has been in the making for the city of Boston and New England for, I think, at least a couple of years now. Uh, The original Ritz-Carlton Hotel, uh, for years and years and years at the corners of uh, Arlington Street and Newbury Streets, uh, eventually changed hands. It became the Taj Hotel. And a couple of years ago, the Taj closed down for renovations. And the breaking news is... They are about to swing open the doors of the brand new Newberry Hotel in Boston. And I've got its general manager, Carlos,
1: on the phone. Carlos, you there? yes i am billy thank you very much for the opportunity and happy mother's day to all the mothers out there ah good well said right away there's
3: that right away there's the newberry hospitality right there it's just screaming right over the airwaves uh carlos these are exciting times for the city exciting times for people who might be visiting boston soon how long exactly has this uh, renovation uh, been in effect over there
1: well, this has been a, a transformative uh, journey, uh, which started back uh, January 1st, 2019, mm-hmm. when actually the property was still a Taj. Uh, we closed all of our food and beverage. We understood uh, that to have uh, this type of uh, uh, restoration, uh, renovation complete, top to bottom, uh, that we were going to need some time. So started January first uh, 2019 we were looking to open uh last march and then of course uh things changed mm-hmm. and uh, now we look forward to debuting on may 18th uh yeah unfortunately
3: the pandemic hit and uh, how much behind schedule did uh, did the pandemic put you guys
1: uh the pandemic put the project behind schedule by about six months mm-hmm. but it really gave us an opportunity to really fine-tune it uh, us in hospitality uh under these very difficult times gave us an opportunity to spend more time with our families, to really, really fine-tune and focus on what's really important. And now we come together uh, as we are nearing you know, some happier times within pandemic. We're coming back together fully vaccinated yeah. and ready to welcome guests here at the Newberry. Uh,
3: there's been such a curiosity about this new hotel, and uh, I don't know how many times I've walked by, and I'm sure a lot of listeners <laughs> right now walk by, and the staging was up and the tarps were covering the lobby level yes. uh, of the hotel. I always try to peek inside and see what was going on. But uh, you guys are about to open the doors. And I want to thank you uh, right away because you uh, gave both myself and uh, Lisa Donovan from the Maddie in the Morning Show. You gave us a private uh, VIP tour uh, several weeks ago of the magnificent uh, hotel. So thank you for that. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?
1: My pleasure, Billy. My pleasure. We are very uh, fortunate to be reintroducing into the city a property that has 286 rooms, 90 of them being suites. 40 of them uh, have wood-burning fireplaces that late October through early April, uh, you get to enjoy your own uh, uh, wood-burning fireplaces with a fireplace butler, uh, your disposable hot toddies, uh, beautiful beverages, curated experiences.
3: Uh, I couldn't help but noticing uh, on the tour, I mean, there were so many things that just blew my mind on the tour. Uh, But I couldn't help but noticing uh, there seemed to be a lot of really cool kind of gathering areas throughout the hotel, like sitting areas with very comfortable couches and beautiful artwork. I'm guessing that was the intention, right?
1: Certainly the intention. As part of uh, uh, the renovation and project, we found the space right off to the lobby that was really housing a staircase that combined both the 1927 and then the 1982 addition to the property. Yeah. Hidden underneath the staircase was this little library that back in 27 was a second lounge with a fireplace, uh, and we found that little nook. We've been able to re-engage, revitalize it, and we would be introducing it. That's uh, an addition right off of the main lobby. Mm -hmm. The second floor, now it's reimagined. It's uh, 16,000 square feet of contiguous meeting space, but they're not meeting space. They're all very unique uh, sections and nooks of the property where they beautifully curated uh, art collection as well. And that's exactly uh, what we are looking at. Uh, Salons, areas where you could enjoy afternoon tea. Uh, Yes, afternoon tea is back. We're going to be serving it in the Newberry Salon. And another wonderful opportunity as part of this project is that we've worked with the McCluskey Estate uh, for Maywake for Duckling oh, yeah. and Bernardo, China. And we have now a custom uh, line of China to serve afternoon tea. Wow.
3: You know, a couple of seconds ago, Carlos, you said uh, 1927 and my producer, AJ, kind of opened her eyes. She said 1927. When was the building first opened, that partic- that historical building there?
1: The, the historical building was actually opened doors on May 18th, 1927. Yeah. As you mentioned at the top of the show, that's one of the countries of first, Rich Carlton. Then another property was added to it uh, in early 80s. It opened in 1982, and it's the beautiful property that you see today at the corner of Arlington, Newberry Street, and Commonwealth Avenue. Yeah, but the main structure.
3: 1927, May 18th. Wow. Uh, I'll always have a warm place in uh, my heart uh, for that building, which was the Ritz, was the Taj, and is now the brand new Newbury Hotel in uh, the city of Boston. Uh, Matt Siegel got married in that hotel, <laughs> and uh, I'll never forget. Well, I was the best man, and uh, we were standing in, uh, the, I guess, the groom's suite, uh, and yes. he got married on a New Year's Eve, and we were standing in the suite in our robes, looking at the fireworks uh, on the Common. The view is magnificent, but we do uh, have to take a break, go to commercial, but I want to keep you on the line, Carlos, because there's so much about this hotel uh, I want to tell people about. I want to basically take them on a walking tour through the show, if uh, if you will, through your eyes, so everybody gets an idea of what it's going to be like. Uh, so we'll take a break, and I want to talk about the rooftop restaurant, Contessa, which is going to be opening up mid-June. So we'll take a break. I'm talking to Carlos, uh, the general manager at the all-new... Newbury Hotel, the corners of Arlington and Newbury Streets in Boston. And we'll continue the tour, if you will, uh, right after the break.
2: You're listening to Food for Thought, brought to you by the Box Center.
3: Hi, guys. Welcome back to uh, Food for Thought. If you're just tuning in, uh, we've got Carlos, the general manager of the all-new Newbury Hotel uh, in Boston. Was the Ritz-Carlton, was the Taj, is now the Newbury. Carlos, you're still there, right? Yes, I am. Once again, mention how many rooms in all in the hotel? 286 rooms. Boy. Okay. And we're all, most of us listening, very familiar with It's such a historic building, such a, ho- a historic hotel. Uh, so we walk in the front doors of the lobby, kind of walk us through, if you will, because I know the artwork is out of this world. And also, uh, give us an update on what you did with the, that fabulous uh, uh, so-called Ritz-Carlton bar that's right on the corner there. So uh,
1: walk us through it. Well, as you come in here, you come into this 1927 institution, but what you're going to feel right away, you're going to find something that's intimate and something that's seductive. Mm -hmm. Um, As you mentioned, uh, we have a highly curated um, art collection uh, featuring a lot of modern makers, craftsmen, each with unique stories Mm -hmm. and so much diversity uh, into this project, really to inspire a lot of conversation, a lot of readings, one of those spaces, it's in the library right off of, uh, right off of the, the main lobby. Uh, unique to our um, art collection, it's uh, some of these portraits from Yusuf Karsh that were a gift by Mrs. Karsh and the Karsh Estate. Mrs. Karsh is a long-term uh, guest here, so we're grateful uh, to this generous gift. Off of that uh, is our beloved street bar, um, really a martini, a cocktail, a fireplace, a Boston institution uh, that has been uh, smartly curated by Major Food Group, mm-hmm. who is our food and beverage uh, partner here uh, at the Newberry Boston. You know, we, we certainly are focusing on locals and our, and our residents and our admirers. They're going to be able to recognize it's going to take you back into almost a different era but with all the all the touches uh the smell uh everything that you could see you're going to feel right at home
3: Uh, i mentioned a couple of minutes ago before the break that uh, i was the best man at matt siegel's wedding and it was in the ritz carlton there uh and uh, weddings have always been uh, uh, a centerpiece of that uh, structure how much has it changed the ballrooms the function space things like that
1: Well, the the second floor has been completely reimagined. Now, one floor contiguous space. So you could really have a grand celebration, uh, a wedding uh, like Matt's, uh, a a smaller, more intimate event off of the Commonwealth Ballroom. So we really are looking at a transformative space where there really, really is an opportunity and a venue for multiple events. Talk about a dream
3: wedding. A dream wedding at the all-new Newbury Hotel in Boston. Okay, one of the centerpieces for years at uh, the Ritz-Carlton when it was there was the Rooftop Restaurant, and I remember going there a bunch of times. You'd go for dinner. You had a rooftop experience. Uh, They would have a band performing. It was such a grand, such an elegant experience, and you guys— have brought that back to the rooftop in the way of the brand-new restaurant, Contessa. Talk about that, Carlos.
1: So Contessa is really a dream come true. It's really the crown jewel on top of the Newberry uh, Boston. It is a partnership uh, with a major food group, uh, a really, really thoughtful and hospitality uh, powerhouse. Mm -hmm. It was uh, designed by Ken Folk. Uh, It's really meant meant to evoke nostalgia, nostalgia. Uh, meant to really bring us back into that dining era that you just spoke of When it was about art, uh, when it was about uh, enjoyment, when it was about looking at the views, really taking you into a different moment. And with everything that we've been through over the last 18 months, I cannot imagine a better place to truly unwind. It does have a retractable roof, so you're able to really enjoy the outdoor space um, as you, you know, dine uh, and enjoy our beautiful martini uh, menu. Uh, A couple of seconds ago, Carlos, you mentioned the name Ken
3: Falk, who is the designer. I got to tell you, you gave Lisa Donovan and I that tour. Uh, Ken Falk is God to Lisa Donovan. I mean, she thinks he is the coolest thing on the planet. So if there's any way you can possibly get like a signed photograph of Ken Falk (laughs) to Lisa, I'm telling you, she just thinks he's God. Uh, Okay, so we're in Contessa. Describe the space, the rooftop restaurant.
1: So the space itself, it's really of a different era. Uh, hand-painted murals, um, northern Italian uh, cuisine, um, really a, a, a wood-burning and gas-supported uh, oven that's going to have uh, some incredible flatbreads, um, some steak items. So it's really, it, it's really going to be a very special uh, dining destination. And, again, Ken Folk is one of the nicest gentlemen, uh, designers, open-minded individuals that I've had an opportunity to work with. Yeah, yeah. And major food group just brings that um, touch. They speak to that the dishes that you will try uh, and you will enjoy uh, in Contessa are dishes that you've had uh, many times before, but their passion and their curiosity is making it the best example of it. So the next time you have that dish or the next time that you really think of Contessa, you take him back to that moment in which you were enjoying uh, that particular dish. Who's the executive chef? The executive chef is actually uh, Mario Carbone. Um, So he is uh, one of the three partners uh, of major food group, uh, Jeff Zelaznik, Rich Teresi, and Mario Carbone. And
3: we we should mention this rooftop restaurant. You have a retractable roof. So this is an all-season restaurant, right?
1: An all-season restaurant overlooking the beautiful public gardens. Uh,
3: uh, I mentioned years ago when they had the rooftop restaurant at the original Ritz-Carlton, there was live entertainment. Will you have anything like that?
1: Um, no, not, not that I am aware of just yet, but you know, we could have another whole discussion on Contessa and all of the beautiful programming, uh, the major food group has in store for us.
3: Uh, now let's talk about timelines. So which will open first, uh, the hotel is scheduled to open when?
1: The hotel is scheduled to open on May eighteenth. That date being very uh, important to this property, yeah. taking us back to nineteen twenty-seven, and then Contessa oh, that's right, will because follow. the
3: original building opened May eighteenth, nineteen
1: twenty-seven. Exactly. Oh, that's exactly. so cool. We really want to celebrate and bring uh, that back to mm-hmm. uh, to the city of Boston.
3: All right. So the rest, uh, the hotel, May eighteenth. And by the way, are people already calling and booking weddings?
1: People are already calling, uh, booking weddings. We have our first weddings coming up in June. Uh, our, our brides and our entire community uh, has just fallen in love, enamored uh, with the property. And yes, we are getting uh, lots of calls and um, tours, uh, people coming in ready to again celebrate and gather in a safe manner.
3: Now is it uh, too early to make dinner reservations at contessa? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes yes, yes it is Billy. Uh, you set me up with that one there. Uh, contessa will open mid uh, mid June uh, and uh, we will have information on reservations, but uh, we we are not accepting those just yet, but you could definitely come into our website and and see uh, follow us on our journey
3: and one of the things we haven't addressed yet, Carlos, is the actual group uh the company. That oversees this whole project. I'm guessing you have other properties around the country, if not the world, right?
1: Uh, yes, we do. Uh, the the property is managed by Highgate uh, Hotels. Um, you know, this particular project uh, has been uh, the the architect of this project has been Mahmoud Kimji who is a principal at Highgate. But in this beautiful city of Boston, Highgate also operates our sister property, the Boston Park Plaza. Ah, Uh, Highgate operates uh, Moxie uh, right here in the right way, a couple blocks away here from our property. Uh, In Cambridge, we operate the Courtyard Cambridge. We have another property that's going to be opening up in Brookline. So Highgate operates about seven hotels just in this area and uh, in the nation, more than 120 hotels.
3: Whoa! Whoa, 120? Uh, Is there a flagship hotel, so to speak, in the country? Yes,
1: we are. Uh, So Boston will be the flagship? Boston, the Newberry, will definitely be the flagship uh, for Highgate. And I know that I have a lot of my peers uh, and other GMs that I'll be sharing uh, this uh, a segment with that'll definitely going to challenge me for the flagship for sure.
3: <laughs> yeah, everybody's fighting for the rights to call themselves the flagship in the group. But wow, what an That's incredible right. undertaking. Well, Carlos, I got to tell you, the eyes of New England have been on this project for a very long time. Unfortunately, it was delayed somewhat by the pandemic. But the breaking news, the big news is breaking news, Ashley. <laughs> The all-new Newbury Hotel will be swinging open May 18th in Boston, and the rooftop restaurant Contessa uh, will open in mid-June. Uh, Carlos, say hello to everybody over there, especially my good buddy John Krellin. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered
0: Jumbacasino.com.
4: It's my little escape.
0: Now Judy's the life of the party.
4: Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon.
0: Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> Jumba. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. J-j-jumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. we're prohibited by law.
1: 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I, I definitely will. I definitely will, Billy.
3: Okay, we look forward to the grand opening, and thank you for coming on Food for Thought.
1: Thank you very much, Billy. And again, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers listening.
3: Good, Well said. Yes. Uh, uh, All right. We're going to take a break. It is uh, food for thought. Uh, On the other side, one of the most talented chefs in New England. She's been in the business for years. She's a dear friend of mine. Uh, Marisa Ayoka is opening a brand new place, just opened a brand new place in Providence, Rhode Island. So you know what? We'll take a break and then we'll just scoot up to Providence, Rhode Island right after the break.
2: You're listening to Food for Thought, brought to you by the Box Center. Hey,
3: everybody. Welcome back to uh, Food for Thought. We're trying to reach uh, Marisa, who opened up a brand new place in uh, Providence. It's all about the meatballs. A really cool place. Uh, We'll get to her in a couple of minutes, but I have to pick up the phone because we've got more breaking news on Food for Thought. Hit it, AJ. How about this? Prince Pizza, Route 1 in Saugus, this week celebrating their 60 year anniversary that's big news and we've got owner Steve Castorberti on the phone right now Steve you there I'm here Bill
5: thanks thanks for that great introduction
3: well congratulations to you congratulations to your family congratulations to your whole staff Uh, What an amazing place. I mean, you and I talk all the time, Steve, and it's funny, if you live anywhere in New England, you mentioned Prince Pizza. They know exactly what you're talking about. Everybody has been to your place. So, God, thank you so much, and thank you to your family for so many years of just uh, unbelievable experiences. So, what's going on for the big anniversary? Thank
5: you, Bill. You had a big uh, celebration uh, with a you know, little uh, some regular customers long time customers uh, long time employees we 've got a lot of employees that have been with us over over twenty five years some mm-hmm. friends and uh, do have a little uh, have a little bite to eat and uh, you know acknowledge some wonderful people that helped us get through this past year, especially and um, then we 're going to have uh, Lenny Clarks going to rip it up with uh, Steve Sweeney and Tony V and you know our usual uh, cast of characters and giggles and uh, so And we've got a beautiful day, so I'm really looking forward to, to, to this. This is going to be a lot of fun.
3: Well, uh, you say this past year, and uh, I've got to ask you, what's it been like? How's it been for you guys down at Prince Pizza? Take us back to when it first hit.
5: <laughs> oh, God, i got to laugh a little bit. I was picking my wife and my daughter up at, at the airport. They were, they were just coming off a cruise ship, and I was worried that they are going to be quarantined. Yep, they, yep. they made it home, and then as soon as they got home, you know, the governor went to come on and said all the restaurants were going to close. So I, once, I caught, once I caught my breath, I said, well, okay, let's figure out what we can do that's, that's still relevant. And uh, our wholesale business picked up. We still had pizza, which people wanted. We had takeout and delivery. Yep. So we were able to survive yeah. and keep our entire staff intact for the, for the entire year. Wow. And as, as things opened up, we, you know, we put a tent up last year. And as things relaxed, we were, we were right there. Pivoting at, at every every moment, uh, fortunately in, in the right direction. Right, I really you know give what? a lot of
3: credit to my Steve. But. Hold that thought. We got to go to commercial break, but stay right go. where you are because I want you yes, to talk more about the tent and you've had some yes. comedy shows there. Uh, and uh, so hold on, it's food for thought. Sure We're talking to Steve over at Prince Pizza, celebrating a 60 year uh, anniversary. We'll take a break. We'll be right back.
2: You're listening to Food for Thought, brought to you by the Box Center.
3: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to uh, Food for Thought. Billy Costa here. We've got Steve castor on the line from Prince Pizza, celebrating a 60-year anniversary. Right before the break, Steve, you were talking about the big tent. You can't help but notice it, see it, if you're driving uh, north or south on Route 1. Yeah. Uh, at what point during the pandemic did you put the tent up?
5: Last year, we put it up right at the end of May, and we had it all the way into November. So we were able to do giggles. And it it worked out great. So this year we put it up in March. We put a larger tent up, and we were able because we can't do entertainment indoors at all. Right. So it was it was it was kind of earmarked for giggles on Friday and Saturday nights. But we're doing high school banquets, first communions, uh, all kinds of other events in it. When it's nice out, it's absolutely a fabulous, fabulous place to be. Nobody else seemed to have put up a large large tent, so we're we seem to be capturing Good the for kind you. of banquets we always capture: high school banquets, uh, sports, and. You know, birthday parties and stuff like that. And then giggles on Friday and Saturday night. Well, you know what it it's is, like uh, for entertainment.
3: Steve, one of the words that was born of the pandemic is this word pivot. And I know right up the street, the guys uh, from the Kowloon have certainly pivoted. They've tried every idea under the sun. Uh, you really had to scramble. Like, I mean, you guys had it so tough. Yeah. I can't even imagine.
5: I talked to Bobby at least twice a week, maybe three times a week. Yeah. Just because we we're, were in the same boat and we just kind of laughed, but we kind of, kind of Ideas off one another, oh, yeah. which is great, I and mean, we've always always been friends. But when you're in the same exact situation, uh, you you kind of because you know it, it's it's sometimes the information doesn't flow that clearly from from uh, from you know from Boston from you know from the, yeah. the government. You got to find out okay what, what exactly does this mean? What exactly are the rules? Because you don't want anybody to come in and feel like you're not paying attention to the rules and then leave angry. So we we socially distanced our tables. We did everything right, but we have enough space so we're able to. Put a few people in here and put a large tent in. So I feel, I feel fortunate. I feel fortunate that we're in the suburbs too because that was, oh yeah, that was helpful. So
3: well, the Bobby you, know, you mentioned, uh, the, uh, the Bobby you mentioned, of course, Bobby Wong, one of the Wong brothers who run uh, the Kowloon and have done it for a long time, much like oh, Prince for 70 Pizza. Years for them. Yes, oh my the Kowloon, yes, seventy years. It's just bizarre, <laughs> and you guys are still cranking it. I got to tell you, as a uh, uh, you know, kind of a sports dad on the North Shore. All three of my guys uh, played baseball. They played hockey. And it's so bizarre. Boy, do you have a lock on that industry? Like, I can't even count the number of banquets for sports teams uh, that I've been to Prince Pizza for. When did you start doing that? And how did you manage to get a monopoly on all sports banquets? Uh,
5: I, I, you know, it's it's been going on for a long time. We have the food that that kids will, the kids want we have a price point that everyone can afford and we have the space to do it so you know the, the kids just uh, they started coming as you know when they would go on a field trip they'd come here then then, then they'd start to come back and do their sports I don't know sports banquets have been have been going on for for probably 20 years anyway and they're back with a vengeance we had a group from the vocational school last night the football team was here last night mm-hmm. with parents and cheerleaders and uh you know, it was, it was reasonably priced. They had a ball. They had a blast. So it just it seems like the kids we, – we somehow remain relevant from one generation to the next. I think that's one thing that we're very fortunate. You grow up, you have children. You say, where we're going to go with the kids. They know they can bring their children here. And then the kids grow up and play sports, and then they can bring the hockey team here, the baseball team here. So, uh, you know, just, uh, just the, good, the good fortune of being located where we are, having the food we have. And, um, you know, having the space we have as well. well, You know what it is, too,
3: Steve? You guys have that down to a science. I mean, it's like clockwork. I mean, (laughs) to the minute those banquets are pulled off. And parents love that uh, because they want the kids to have a good time. They want to give them their awards and congratulate them for their season. Uh, But they've got things to do, you know, so you guys have it down to a science. I'm going to ask you a question I've asked you over the years. I don't know how many times. Your pizza is amazing i think you know that your prince pizza you're 60 60 years in the business somehow your pizza is delicious and crispy and crunchy and yet very light it's almost like i can have twice as much prince pizza as i can of any other pizza it's how do you make it so crisp and so light we've
5: used a fairly good amount of yeast we let the dough proof we let it rise at least three times so uh, the pizza has almost like a pastry sort of uh, uh consistency a lot of a lot of air in the crust, so it looks like it's mm. a thick pizza, but it it's it's light and crisp and uh yeah it's, i mean pizza's so subjective too it 's what you grew up with is what you like but fortunately, a lot of people grew up with this, so they they, they do yeah, but that, that's I would say a lot of people can eat a whole. Well, especially if you're a high school kid, you can eat a whole Prince pizza
3: with with a oh easily. I wish I had one in front of me right now, Steve. Uh, another one of the big challenges from the pandemic for you guys, the hospitality industry, is uh, trying to get people back to work. I know you've had a lot of the same employees for years because well, the Castro Birdie family treats everybody so nicely. Uh, how are you doing with staffing? I guess my question is, Steve, are you hiring? I, I think I would be hiring, but uh, I'm, I'm in pretty good shape right
5: now. I've, I've uh, you know, people are trying to. They're trying to poach some of my people, so you've got to be aggressive to keep them. But uh, we kept them busy during the, during the pandemic. I know a lot of people are looking for staff. You know, uh, I need a couple dishwashers. But um, <laughs> other than that, I mean, I'm mean, i in pretty good shape. I have great people that worked uh, the whole time for me. And the truth is is that people have been very, very generous to restaurant servers. I think maybe more generous than before. So yeah, some of these good, kids good. have done exceptionally well. So, uh, you know, that's, that's good. So they stay. Even 17- and 18-year-old kids are have done exceptionally well. So I feel grateful. I, I, you know, I'm grateful that I've, you know, we've, we've got a good, uh, a good staff here now.
3: Well, you know what they say, Steve. Uh, we're all in it together. Uh, yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, congratulations on uh, 60 years, Steve, and uh, my best, my love Thanks, to the sir. family, and hello to the staff. And uh, once again, congratulations.
5: Bill, you and I go way back. I'll tell you, it's funny. Way, way back. It's great, it's great to, to, to talk to you again.
3: All right, buddy. You take care. See ya, Bill. Happy Thanks. 60th. Thank you. All right. We got to take a break on the other side. I think we're going to have Marisa Ayoka, and we're going to talk meatballs and nothing but right after the break.
2: You're listening to Food for Thought, brought to you by the Box Center.
3: Hey, guys. Welcome back to uh, Food for Thought. Billy Costa here. And again, happy Mother's Day. It is uh, Mother's Day weekend, and I'm hoping that you gave your moms the entire weekend off. And I'm being serious. Give her the whole weekend. It should be Mother's Day weekend officially, uh, not just uh, Mother's Day. Uh, We've got more breaking news on Food for Thought, AJ. Uh, My old friend, uh, Chef Marisa Ayoko, has uh, a new project. And I hope I'm going to say it right, but it's Polpetiamo, And it's in uh, Providence, Rhode Island. And it's all about the meatball. And uh, Marisa... Are you there, Marisa?
4: I I am here, Billy. How are you?
3: I'm doing fine. Buongiorno. Uh, Buongiorno. Uh, Buongiorno. God, I haven't seen you in so long. How are you?
4: I know. I know. I missed you. I always ask everybody that knows you, "How's Billy doing?" But you know, I guess you're doing great because sometimes I.
3: I saw you, I see you on TV, and you look younger and younger. Oh, please. Oh, please. Yes, you are. You Uh, look fantastic. Well, uh, Jenny and I uh, have Dining Playbook. We do it uh, every week on uh, Nessun. We're on Saturday mornings at 9. We're on, again, Sunday nights at 9. We've got a bunch of other projects together. In fact, Marisa, I was trying to remember how long ago I met you for the first time. What was the first restaurant you had that I used to have you on the show all the time?
4: Yes, uh, the first one was Galleria Italiana on Tremont Street. I was the veteran of uh, the combat show in Boston and um, completely in love with the spot. And uh, right now, Teatro occupied that from years.
3: Oh, that that's right. My first restaurant. Uh, yeah. So, La Bettola, right? It,
4: no, this was Galleria Italiana on Tremont Street. Then uh, La Bettola on uh, Columbus Avenue after... Yeah. Uh, and then South End Galleria, yes. Oh, my God. And, uh, South End, yes, yes, yes.
3: And your food is magnificent. Thank you very, very
4: much. I appreciate it. So uh, did I, was, I... I was excited too when I met you. I still remember how intimidated I was, and you make me laugh so much. Oh, well, that's awfully
3: nice <laughs> of you. And, it's, you know, it's so cool <laughs> to have you on this show because, again, I haven't spoken to you in so long. Did I get the name right, Palpatiamo? Polpettiamo,
4: yes, absolutely right. I appreciate the fact that you, the pronunciation is Italian.
3: Yes. <laughs> no, Polpettiamo. Yes. Uh, because meatball in Italian, how do you say that? Polpette. So polpette.
4: Polpettiamo, uh, yes, it's like polpette ti amo. Uh, love, I love you, meatball. That's, um, that's exactly the, the translation.
3: And, <clears throat> and when you think of it, chef, who doesn't love a good meatball? Exactly. No one. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, okay. So, you need to describe. Uh, I know to some degree, but for our listeners who may not know yet, uh, your place, Polpetiamo, is uh, it's a ghost kitchen in Providence, Rhode Island. A first, why Providence, Rhode Island?
4: Okay. Well, we are uh, me and my partner Francesco. We start to uh, inquire more uh, about meatballs, especially with. Uh, the Covid period what uh, you know the where the mainly business was the take out food mm-hmm. and uh, so this was a very deep um, study about how can we uh, capitalize on the product that everybody loves yeah and so we I started to make this recipes and uh, LT delicious, from uh, mostly from uh, local local ingredients, mm-hmm. and then uh, the the idea starts and we start to serve here a spiga in Midam, a restaurant yeah, yeah, yeah. called and so this is a very different kinds of meatball that I will talk about later. But anyway, why to answer the 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 question about why Providence? Because Providence is the uh, place uh, the closest place to Boston. When they um, they have this ghost kitchen, uh-huh. um, the uh, you know the, the chef or pe- people with uh, new vision can they are allowed to rent the, the kitchen, brand new kitchen, uh-huh. buy the whatever their the accessories that they need, and uh-huh. uh, and start to launch the product. Eventually, it will um, come to Boston after summer time. Oh, oh, oh wait
3: a minute. Plan, Hold on, Marisa. You just gave us more breaking news. Uh, yeah. Give me the breaking news, AJ. So, uh the ghost kitchen in Providence, Rhode Island. Uh, Marisa, did you say you were going to be bringing it to the Boston area real soon?
4: Yes, we will bring to the Boston area. We, I'm not sure. Um, it is a study. Uh, it's a progress, but uh, I'm not sure if it will be ghost kitchen or will be all in the wall. Some place then uh, we can actually, uh, you can actually stop by, pass by, and buy the polpette.
3: But that's in it, the yeah. meantime, uh, yes. you can get uh, Marisa and Francesco's meatballs uh, delivered, right? Delivery is active for you guys, and I think you can use Uber Eats, you can use Grubhub, DoorDash. Um, uh, so, yes, yes. All and day, any day?
4: Actually, all day. Uh, well, right now we close Sunday, Monday, mm-hmm. uh, but the uh, uh pretty soon everybody would be able to order online and go and pick up with this facility so they don't need right now they they can only use uh uh like like you said yeah. Krabab, uber eats yeah.
3: all this platform but eventually but soon, they can order online yes. and actually go there and pick them up
4: yes yes exactly
3: now yeah. we're talking about several, like as many as eight different meatball recipes. Can you walk us through all the different meatballs, Marisa?
4: Exactly. We are, so we have eight kinds of everything. Well, all the menu is started uh, to serve almost everything in form of round form. Uh-huh. So it's not just meatball, but also it's arancini. It's different kinds of uh-huh. uh, mozzarella, uh-huh. freshly made every day, uh-huh. uh, but mainly in some lasagna, but mainly are meatballs, and mm-hmm. meatballs are eight for now. And uh, what I did is, um, for instance, the, one of the dishes that is very well known from uh, the American culture, like chicken parmigiana. Oh, yeah. So I, I made a meatball in a shape of meatball. But when you bite the, the, the that meatball, chicken parmigiana, you just the explosion of the flavor of oh. mozzarella, tomatoes, and um, chicken... It just, it's in one bite. Okay, so the chicken parm um, meatball.
3: Okay. God, my... Chicken
4: parm meatball, veal salt in bocca, so it's veal with Mm -hmm. basho, prosciutto, mozzarella. All in a meatball? um, On a meatball. (laughs) Then uh, sausage and peppers, so in the shape of meatball. So it's ground pork, peppers, and uh, the same as you eat sausage and peppers. And then we have lamb uh, cacciatore, which is a uh, lamb with uh, same thing you now with uh, all the ingredients, peppers and uh, sofrito, oh. and then we have salmon. So salmon uh, meatball is very unique. Um, what else do we have? Uh, we have chicken uh chicken masala. Uh, we are odd. Oh, my, one of my favorites is eggplant parmigiana. It's completely vegetarian oh. and it's practically, we roast the eggplant and we do some caponata. It's a long process and then we transform in the shape of meatball and everything is baked. No fried, not fried is involved. Uh, so it's pretty healthy and delicious, I would say. So for, you have
3: to try it. You know what I'm thinking? Everybody's got to have a meatball party. you got to celebrate the meatball, and nobody is celebrating it more than you, Marisa. So if you live in the Boston area right now, um, mm-hmm. you, you cannot have your meatballs delivered yet, right?
4: Yes. No, you can have it because you can order from Spiga. Yes. Right
3: oh, now. Oh, you can order them from. Okay, how do we do that from speaker? Because that's in Needham, right?
4: <clears throat> yes, it's in, in Needham, but uh, you can order through eat and uh, GrabBub, or You can order. Uh, everybody can order and come to pick up. And yes, and you can have a Polpetiamo party. And you go online and you you see what we have and you place an order. So our our website uh, it's uh, it's available. Yes.
3: Uh, you know what? I'm thinking the invite alone will look really f- high class and fancy. You know, we're having a, a uh meatball party.
4: Yes, I agree. Yes, absolutely. I agree. I oh, agree. my God. And like you can be, order 100
3: can... meatballs.
4: Yes. And then it's uh, it would be wonderful also to celebrate birthday or anything. Anything, honestly. Wow. A friendship. Polpetiamo also, Bill, it's, uh, in uh, in Italian it is a verb. So, polpettiamo is a way to amalgamate everything together. Let's, uh, let's polpettiamo, because it's a mix. You know, even thinking about uh, the movement to make a meatball. So, you you um, um, mix together and, and and create this round uh, creature. Eventually, then you will eat. And so, that's, uh, the polpettiamo comes from the fact that uh, friends and family and being together, As a a way to love each
3: other. You know what, Marisa? I've I've been to Italy several (laughs) times. I have never run into a place in Italy serving eight different meatballs. Leave it to you to create this. But uh, I got to take a break. We're going to commercial, but please stay on the line. Uh, I want to spend a couple of more minutes. I want to talk more about Spiga and Needham. Is that okay? It's perfect. Thank you very much. Okay, hold on. It's uh, Food for Thought. I'm talking to my pal Marisa, and uh, we'll be right back.
2: You're listening to Food for Thought, brought to you by the Box Center.
3: Hey, guys. Welcome back to uh, Food for Thought. Billy Costa here on a Sunday night. Again, it's Mother's Day weekend. Okay, happy Mother's Day, everybody. And uh, we're celebrating the meatball right now with uh, my friend chef Marisa Ioko. And uh, we go way back, and Marisa has this new project. It's called... uh, Pulpitiamo, and like I said, it's all about the meatball, and you can order and have your meatballs delivered. Uh, first of all, the Ghost Kitchen is in Providence, Rhode Island, but you can have uh, the meatballs delivered, whether it's a Uber Eats, Grubhub, DoorDash, or Seamless, and uh, those, if you're living in the Boston area, would come from her uh, beautiful restaurant in Needham called Spiga. So, Marisa, let's talk about Spiga. Uh, first of all, how long has it been open?
4: So Spiga Nieden will be open for more than 14 years. Wow. I came here as a consulting chef 12 years ago and stayed for one and a half years. And I left, I said, a piece of my heart here because it's very cool, beautiful, it's this incredible wood oven uh, from Italy. And so I returned, to make the story short, uh, for uh, five years ago and I become uh, the owner.
3: So walk us through the restaurant. How big a space is uh, Spiga, Marisa?
4: So Speed is uh, can hold uh, between uh, inside and outside we have a beautiful patio uh ninety between nine to ninety to ninety five guests but of course now with uh, for one and a half years almost one and a half years we are uh, try to survive yeah. and we have much much less tables um thank God then we open outside and please come in and and visit us and see it. yeah and um so I would do pl- practically what i do here it's refine. Uh, Refresh, clean, rustic, elegant uh, Italian food. Mm-hmm. That's uh, exactly what I would do.
3: Give me the three biggest sellers at Spiga and Needham, the three dishes people are going crazy for.
4: Uh, okay, the first one is the eggplant. It's one of our signature dish. Uh, my signature dish. It's uh, eggplant wrapped in the blanket of puff pastry, and it's one of a kind. Mm. Eggplant parmigiana, very Many 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 thin layers of eggplant egg with fresh mozzarella some marzano tomato and um, and and you know and, uh, and this beautiful uh, crust then um another thing very well known um uh, is the branzino then we oh, cook yeah. um i mean in um al cartoccio in uh, parchment paper, in uh wood oven for 20 minutes. Oh my. It's absolutely delicious. Oh, my. And then uh, all our pasta is handcrafted every single day. So it's, I'm very proud of this and, and bread. Uh, so we make everything on scratch here, uh,
3: everything. You're doing lunch and dinner at Spiga, Marisa?
4: Yes, we do lunch and dinner, and Saturday and Sunday dinner only.
3: Okay, seven so... Days a week. Uh, definitely check out Spiga and Needham. And as for Marisa, she's very nice. She'll say hello. She'll come out and say hello. And uh, look up Polpettiamo. It's all about the meatball, eight different meatball recipes. And the coolest part is you can have it delivered right to your door. And you can get all that information as well uh, from Spiga. Is there a website, uh, Marisa?
4: Yes, polpettiamo.com or Spiga, Spiga ristorante dot com. Uh,
3: Marisa, thank you so much. Uh, we've got to go. Thank but... you, Bill. Okay.
4: Looking forward to see you and uh, Jen and, uh, and everything you want to bring. Good uh, we will do a Porpetiamo party when you come. Okay. We're
3: having a meatball party, Ashley. It's a meatball party. Uh, sure. All right, Marisa. And then
4: remember, one is never enough. That's our, uh, our motto. Yeah. One is never enough.
3: Well said. And on that note, Marisa, thank you so much, and we'll talk thank soon. Thank
4: you. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. I'll
3: okay. What a show, Ashley. What a show. Three for three. Three breaking news stories in the hospitality food industry. And again, thanks to Carlos for coming on, talking about the all-new Newbury Hotel in uh, Boston. And uh, thanks as well to my buddy Steve Castroberti and the family and the staff at Prince Pizza in Saugus celebrating a 60-year anniversary. Coming up right now, 60 Minutes.